Welcome to Living the Good Life Podcast, where we bring you messages, thoughts, and advice for living the good life. Today's message is brought to us by Brother Larry Dishman. I'd like to ask you to turn with us over to Psalms chapter 37. Verse number 23. Steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. Though he fall, he shall not utterly be cast down. For the Lord upholded him with his spirit. I have been young, and now I'm old. Yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. Psalms 128, verses 1 and 2. Blessed is everyone that feareth the Lord, that walketh in his ways. For thou shalt eat the labor of thine hands. Happy shalt thou be, and it shall be well with thee. Isaiah chapter 3 and verse number 10. Say ye to the righteous that it shall be well with him. For they shall eat of the fruit of their doings. I'd like to speak to you for a little while on the subject. It shall be well with the righteous. I say that's a wonderful promise in God's word, isn't it? And I'm glad that God is faithful and is fully able to fulfill every promise that he's made. This promise, like all others, is conditional. He just didn't say it's going to be well with everybody. But he said it's going to be well with the righteous. He said, there was a time in my life when I was young. Some of us can say that, can't we? And then he said, and now I'm old. Some of you can say that, can't you? Amen. But he said, I've never saw the righteous forsaken. I'm glad he's promised us in his word that he would never leave us nor forsake us. This promise was made to the righteous, to everyone that feareth the Lord and the individual that walks in his ways. Who are the righteous? Not the self-righteous. Amen. Not the dry formalist and mere nominal professor. The regenerated one who by the blood of Jesus has been cleansed from all unrighteous. These are the righteous individuals. Those who have partaken of the righteousness of God, which is in Christ Jesus. He did not say it shall be well with the unrighteous. He did not say it shall be well with the wicked or the sinner or the backslider or the hypocrite. But God said in his word, it shall be well with the righteous. I believe it will be well with him in every period of life. Amen. Amen. Even our young people. You know, it's according on the training that a child has, the age at which they can get saved. You can't set no age limit on it. And some of your children is young and they've made a little trip down here and, and they did their best to give their heart to God and if they'll stay true to God it'll go well with them 
See, we think of being righteous. We just think of as some sister or some brother that's been saved for 50 years. Friend, if you're saved, you're righteous. Amen. When you meet the conditions for salvation, it's not your righteousness, but it's the righteousness of Christ that's imputed unto you. And if you'll stay true to God, it'll go well with you, friend. Amen. I say it'll be well in life's springtime, in the childhood, in youth. It'll be well with you. He said in Jeremiah 3, 4, Thou art the guide of my youth. See, it's when these children are young that the influences are set in motion that never die. While they're young, habits and characters are formed that largely govern the future life. And he said in Ephesians, the sixth chapter, verses 1, 2, and 3, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with thee, that thou mayest live long on the earth. I say it'll be well with the righteous. I believe it pays for young children to honor their father and mother. The Bible says, obey your parents. This is right. It'll go well with you. And I believe if we don't obey our parents, and I just believe that if we cause our parents problems, somewhere along the way it's going to come home to us. You cause your parents problems, you cause them trouble, Somebody said, well, I'm not going to get married and I'm not going to be a parent and this, that, and other. And so how could I? God's got a way of letting you reap what you sow. And I'm a strong believer in whatever we sow, we're going to reap it one way or the other. And it pays, my friend, to seek God while you're in your youth. Ecclesiastics 12, chapter verse number 1 says, Remember now thy creator in the days of thy youth, while the evil days come not, nor the years draw nigh, when thou shalt say, I have no pleasure in them. Fact of the matter, young person, the sooner you can get saved, the better off you'll be. Every day you stay in sin is one more day you'll have to reap for living in sin. But many times, while the young person, because they desire to spend their days in pleasure, and they wait for a more convenient season, in their middle age. And the devil tells the young people, well, I'll just wait till you get in high school. And then he says, wait till you get out of high school. And then the devil says, wait till you get married. And he says, just wait till you get settled down a little bit. And you put it off till one time in your life and keep putting it off. If you're not awful careful, you'll wait till it's too late. I say to the young people that save, stay true to God. It shall be well with the righteous. It'll go well with you if you'll stay true to God. I believe it pays serving God. It pays to stay true to God. It shall be well with the righteous in life's summer. Amen. In the busy season. In the evil days, I say life summer is a stormy period. 
Life is crowded with toils and with cares and with problems, responsibilities, adversities, and disappointment. But if you stay true to God, the Lord will safely guide the righteous through this dangerous period of life. Amen. Amen. And through all seasons of your life, if you'll stay true to God, it'll go well with you. Amen. Amen. Now I'll just tell you, I definitely believe there's a heaven. I definitely believe that there's a hell. And all the devils in hell couldn't convince me that I'm wrong about that. The Word of God backs it up. But I just love this way of living. And I've often told people, if I did come down to the end of life's journey, which I know this will never happen, but I'm trying to illustrate a point. If I came down to the end of life's journey and found out there was no heaven and there was no hell, I'd still be glad I went this way. Amen. Amen. I'd still be glad I went this way because this is the best life to live. Amen. This is the best life to live. Amen. You can't find a home out in the world like you can in living for God and being saved. You can't find a companion out in the world like you can uh, when you're saved and living for God and in the center of God's will. You can't find a home and children like this out in the world. This is the best life to live. Amen. It'll keep you out of jail. And it'll keep you out of hell. Amen. It's the best way to live. But in this middle age of life, many people spend their years in business and toils of this world, and still they don't find this a convenient season to live for God. So they think they'll put it off till they get old. When I get old, I live for God. Then, in life's autumn, the declining years, this is the fruit-gathering season. He said, Thou shalt eat the fruit of thy doings, eat the labor of thy hand. He said, They shall eat the good of the land, pluck the fruits of a well-spent life. Now I say this is the glory of manhood's reward. It'll be well with you in every season of life. It shall be well with the righteous. And even in old age, if you stay true to God, it'll be well with you. Amen. Then I say it'll be well in life's winter. In old age. Now the chilling blast of winter are blowing. Some of you know what I'm talking about, don't you? A gray head, a tottering step, leaning on a cane, bending towards the tomb. But he said, you can still bring forth fruit in old age. Amen. It shall be well with the righteous. He said, happy shalt thou be. It shall be well with the righteous. Amen. It'll be well with the righteous. It pays to live for God. Amen. You spend your life smoking cigarettes, drinking beer, living in the world, 
You won't be like that when you're 99 years old. But it shall be well with the righteous. Amen. I think of those that God has blessed. Some that's already stepped off the scene of action. But thank God it's been well with them. Amen. God blessed them. But with many, they put it off when they're young till they're in the middle age. They put it off in the middle age till they get old and now they're old. And many times as age advances, they find an increasing disposition to put it off. And even in old age with many, it's not found to be a convenient time to prepare for heaven. And it's deferred from one period of life till another, till one day unexpectedly death comes in and closes the scene. And men go to their long home. I say it shall be well with the righteous in relation to life. It shall be well in relation to ourselves individually, personally, in relation to the home and the family, in relation to society, in relation to the community, the state, and the nation. It shall be well with the righteous. It shall be well in relation to the church. Amen. It shall be well with the righteous. In relation to the Lord, it shall be well with the righteous. It shall be well in every condition of life. In prosperity and adversity, it'll still be well with you. Amen. You live for God. You stay true to God. It'll be well with you if you're in prosperity or adversity. Regardless of the circumstances, it can still be well with you, dear ones. Amen. In wealth or poverty, it can still be well with you. I say the circumstances of life does not have to change as far as it being well with us. Amen. It shall be well with you in health or in sickness. It shall be well with the righteous. Brother, I've been to see people as on the hospital bed as far as the doctors was concerned. There was no hope. And I went there to try to find something to say to encourage them. Try to find something to lift them up, uh, read a scripture or do something. Try to make them feel better. And it was so well with them, I left feeling better. Amen. They helped me. I thought I was going to go say something to encourage them. Well, I left just encouraged, just feeling so good. Amen. It shall be well with the righteous. I saw people right down on deathbed, suffering, terrible. But through it all, they kept just a sweet spirit about them. You go in the room and you can just feel the presence of God. Amen. When they're suffering pain and agony, you go be with them and try to say something to encourage them. But God was there. And you could feel it, amen. And they'd say, well, there's one thing about it. I know everything's well with my soul. Amen. It shall be well with the righteous. You can't beat this nowhere. The world can't make you promises like that. The Bible says the way of the transgression is hard. There's no 
positive promises like this to the sinner, but thank God there is to the righteous. It shall be well with the righteous. It pays to live for God. Amen. Amen. It shall be well with the righteous and favorable and pleasant surroundings, unfavorable and unpleasant surroundings. It can still be well with the righteous. Amen. Regardless of the circumstances around us, thank God if we're righteous, if we know that we're saved, if we know we're walking in the light of God's eternal word, it can still be well with us. Thank God for it. Amen. Amen. Amidst applause or severe persecution, it can still be well with us. I believe Jesus was a good example. There's times they applauded him. Amen. I mean, they lifted him up. They tried to take him before us and make him be a king. Amen. There's times they really applauded him. It was well with him. Other times they persecuted him. Strong persecution. It was still well with him. Amen. Thank God for that. Amen. In the midst of condition, joys and sorrow, calm and storm, easy sailing or severe, temptations and fiery trials, it can still be well with you. Amen. You see people going through situations like this? Times of sorrow? Times, my friend, of storm? Rough sailing, temptations, fiery trials, it's still well with the righteous. Thank God forever. Our beloved Apostle Paul, he went through some things. You can read about it in 2 Corinthians in the 11th chapter. and verse number 23, it says, Are they ministers of Christ? I speak as a fool, I am more. In labors more abundant, in stripes above measure, in prisons more frequent, and deaths oft. Of the Jews, five times received I forty stripes, save one. Thrice I was beaten with rods, once I was stoned. Thrice I suffered shipwreck, and I in the day I have been in the deep, in journeyings often, in perils of water, in perils of robbers in perils by my own countrymen, in perils of the heathen, in perils of the city, in perils in the wilderness, in perils in the sea, in perils among false brethren, in weariness and painfulness, and watchings often, in hunger and thirst, and fastings often, in cold and nakedness, besides those things that are without, that which cometh upon me daily, the care of all the churches." Who is weak? I am not weak. Who is offended? And I burn not. If I must needs glory, I will glory of the things which concern my infirmities. Amen. Through all these circumstances that Paul went through, it was still well with him. He said, I have learned in whatever state that I'm in, therewith to be content. Amen. And he was in a lot of different states. He went through a lot of different things. I haven't touched first base concerning the things that Paul went through. And you haven't either, have you? 
But yet, he wasn't offended. It was still well with him. Thank God forever. It shall be well with the righteous. I say it's a promise that we can hold on to. He can be depended on. When you're old and feeble, you can still depend on him. He won't forsake you. Yes, he said, there was a time when I was young. Now I'm old, but I've never seen the righteous forsaken. The devil sometimes makes people think as years, age begins to work on them. The devil makes them think that God's going to leave them in their old age. He said, I never saw the righteous forsaken. God will not forsake his people. He's promised that he wouldn't. Amen. See, there's plenty of difficulties, but faith enables us to triumph over them all. And he said, count it all joy. Amen. It shall be well with the righteous. And the promise that we have. Somebody said, I don't understand how Paul could go through all those things and it was still well with him. And here you talk about whether you're in prosperity or adversity, wealth or poverty, health or sickness, favorable and unfavorable and pleasant and unpleasant, whether men are applauding you or persecuting you and, and whether you have sorrow or joy, whether you're in a storm or whether you're not in the storm, you said it's well with you. I don't understand that. Well, you could if you'd read Romans 8th chapter. I know that all things work together for the good of them that love God, them who are the called according to his purposes. All things work together for the good. And afflictions work for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. It shall be well with the righteous. It shall be well with the righteous in the solemn hour of death. It'll be well with you. If you're saved, you stay true to God. When that solemn hour of death comes your way, it can be well with you. Amen. I'm glad for that. Oh, you know, I've been by the deathbed. I'm some people that was dying. It was not well with them. It's not well with the sinner when they get ready to die. You mark that down. You get ready to leave this world. You don't have God. It won't be well with you, friend. It's a horrible death to die if you've not been righteous, if you've not lived for God. But all for the saint of God that's walked in the light of God's eternal word, it's well with them. Amen. I'm here to tell you it shall be well with the righteous. Amen. If you live right, friend, you can die right. But if you live wrong, you're going to die wrong. Amen. I say it shall be well with the righteous in the solemn hour of death. A golden sunset of a well-spent life. This is why I said precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. Psalms 116, verse number 15. We can be as the one in Luke 2, 29 that said, Lord, now let us, thou thy servant, depart in peace. Amen. It shall be well with the righteous. Paul said, I am now ready. He said, I have a desire to depart and be with Christ, which is far better. It shall be well with the righteous.
We think of Stephen as he was dying. He looked up towards God's heaven and said, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. It shall be well with the righteous in every period of life. It shall be well with the righteous throughout all eternity. It shall be well with the righteous after death. Not only when death is staring us in the face, it shall be well with the righteous after death. It shall be well with the righteous at the resurrection. It shall be well with the righteous at the judgment. It shall be well with the righteous forever and ever in heaven. It shall be well with the righteous. Thank God I want to be righteous. He made me righteous by his blood. I want to stay righteous, don't you? Amen. Amen. I don't want to be unrighteous. It shall be well with the righteous. How about you, sinner friend? Is it well with you? If you died just like you are, could you say, as you face death, it's well with me? Could you have the attitude that Paul had, I fought a good fight, I've kept the faith, or would you fight death? If you're not saved, if you've not walked in all the light of God's eternal word, it won't be well with you when you get ready to face that a river of death. Friend, if there's a need of any kind in your life, you can live in such a way that it can be well with you when you get ready to face death one day after a while. It shall be well with the righteous. Amen. Thank you for listening. If you found this message helpful, please share this episode with your friends on Facebook, Messenger, or your favorite social media. If you have questions or suggestions, please message us on Facebook by searching Living the Good Life Show. A big thank you to Sister Rachel Fowler for all of her editing expertise. Until next time, keep living the good life.